This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott. Hello. And no Alex today. No Alex. Yes. Watch, so this is going to be our highest rated episode ever. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately Alex could not make it this week, but that's all right. He's been on mo- He's been on a majority of them. More than a majority, a lot of them. No, uh... And this is, a, uh, I guess they're all pre-recorded. This is one of our bank episodes for over the holidays, so we don't know when this is going to air, but we thought we'd get some in the can just in case. Uh, Scott likes it in the can, apparently. Woo! <laughs> I'm, no, no argument here. <laughs> all right, uh, so this, we're not going to do a specific movie. Uh, end of the year stuff, so we want to do, you know, a top ten end of the year thing, but it's also the end of a decade. So, Scott came up with the idea of doing the most disappointed... Things in media over this last decade. So, 2010 through 2019. Yeah, keep keeping it uh, mostly pop culture here. Yes. Yeah, so we're not doing sports or anything like that. Um, unless it happened to be a sports movie. I guess that could be in there. Or we're not talking about politics or foods or anything like that. With that being said, and unfortunately, Alex did not get us his list. So, we're just going to be the two of us. It's going to be a quick back and forth. Boom, 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 boom. All right, you ready, Scott? Anything you want to add before we get into our lists? Um, so just, just one thing. So I tried to keep it mostly to disappointments, not necessarily the worst. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, it, it, it would have been easy to say, like, even though it might, be a, it might be on my list, one of these might be on my list, but, like, five of these could be, the movies that came from the DC universe, like, <laughs> but uh, I decided to go for like the ones that I kind of had some investment in, some some level of excitement, or, yes. or some something like that, and then just the the disappointment that followed. Um, and I did cheat on a couple of these, as you'll see. But yeah, uh, that's a good clarification, make. Because mine's the same thing. It's mine. It's the expectations. And how it fell short. There's definitely worse movies and TV shows that came out. But this is what I was looking forward to. And I will say, in some of these, they were, they're on my... Part of it's on my disappointed list. And if we were to have uh, the best things of the decade, they'll also exist on there, too. This may... I'll get to it when I get to my... Uh, you'll, you'll see. Okay. Um, with that being said, well, Scott, why don't you give us your number 10? All right, to start things off, uh, start with the, the Vigi games. Uh, so... <sighs> In, in just regular life, real life, because <laughs> this podcast isn't real life, uh, outside the podcast and, and on the podcast, I, I try not to shit on, on video games. Um, you know, I might say something I don't care for something, I don't like something, uh, but it, it bears mentioning uh, the, the massive backlash that Mass Effect 3 got for its ending. Uh, I, I don't know that it was completely warranted, but I do remember being disappointed. Uh, I'm I'm a huge Mass Effect fan. Um, you know, if 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 we one day do our top ten video games of all time list, um, 
you know, at least one of the Mass Effects is going to be on there. Um, and, you know, just the investiture I, I had in these, uh, you know, Mass Effect 2 is the only game I've ever completely, um, like, achievement out. I don't know what the term is for Xbox. Uh, but yeah, I got every single achievement. I went through on hardcore. Like, I I did everything you could in that game. Um, that's how much I, I like these games. And then the third one, the ending just kind of left me out in the cold. Uh, without spoiling too much. Um, for anybody that still wants to play these games. But, yeah, I just, I don't know what the, the thought process was there in the narrative. Uh, for anybody that's listening that, that knows what I'm talking about, uh, the, the, the gist of it is that there's this massive setup to, to the ending that leads to the ending of, of the third game, and in the end, like, nothing you did mattered. And that, that was ultimately just, you know, if, the idea is, you know, video games is escapism and, and power fantasies. To have all that ripped away <laughs> over the span of, like, five minutes, uh, it, it was, on, on a new level, like, it was crushing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's still, Mass Effect 3 is still, like, 95% of it's still a great game. At least I think so. Uh, but, yeah, it has to hit my top 10. Um, they're, they're, I, I don't think I've ever had more hype um, for for a game than for Mass Effect 3 as well. So that kind of played into it. But, uh, yeah, that's my number 10, the, the ending to Mass Effect 3. That's kind of funny, because I... Well, I played the first Mass Effect, and not not very long. I didn't really get into it, but I know people loved it. I know people really loved the second one, and I remember you guys talking about th- like the hype for the third one, and then you guys never really talked about it much. After that. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> it, it was. Uh, how, how can I put this? What What was that movie where uh, the guy has? It, it's kind of sad if you really think about it. But the guy has cancer, and they want to try to try to see episode one before it comes out. Oh, uh, fanboys or something like that. Yeah, fanboys. And 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 it's a, a absolutely brilliant mo- like the the, the movie the movie's okay. It's got some funny parts, but they're they're so hyped. And right before <laughs> the credits roll, before everything fades to black, when they're sitting in the theater getting ready to watch this thing, and one guy turns to the other and says, "Wait a minute, what if it sucks?" <laughs> and cut fade to black. Um, that, that's kind of that same feeling that I got at the, the end of Mass Effect Three. So. Oh wow. It's it's in the pit of the stomach, like oh. Yeah. Again, right. it's it's still it's still you know it's hilarious. Like none of this shit matters. Like, no. <laughs> to, to get that, like I I wouldn't say I was ever really upset about it, but definitely you know like the parental. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Kind of. Thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's my number ten. Okay. Um, my number ten, and this is it's it's the first time of it's it's not. It's not pop culture, but I'm gonna put it on here. This is, you can say it's wrong, but it's tech and it's geeky, so I, I allowed it. And Google Glass? No, but you're very <laughs> you're you're very close to it. And this is because I also was personal. Uh, the Windows Phone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so at the time, I worked at Microsoft, and this was a big deal, and I loved it. It was. I really wanted it to work, and, it, and they were behind, right? Android was already out. iPhone was definitely already out. And they just kept praising it. And we would play with it. It was so cool. The UI on it and everything was so good. And then they did the Nokia acquisition. Everything about it, it looked so great. The UI was so good. It was easy to develop for. 
it's just nobody adapt. They were just too late to the market. And nobody would make apps for it. And it would just be, would be there wasn't a YouTube app. Like it was, some of the stuff was just ridiculous. And so it just, it died miserably. We got <laughs> discounts. We got free ones when I worked there and just, it would suck. Like everyone would get this new chat app and I couldn't talk with anybody because I was on my Windows phone. That's one of the reasons we use GroupMe because that was one of the few ones that was supported. <laughs> I actually worked on it. Well, yeah. What was the one before GroupMe? Like Pod or something like that? Yeah, something Pod. I think it was something bought out by Facebook or something. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what became the Facebook Messenger. But yeah, uh, that to me, that was the biggest thing. And I was just looking to see it and I barely made the cut. That was 2010. So long ago already. But <laughs> I, You know, it's funny with those Windows phones. I, I have a, another friend that works for Microsoft and so he he also got like the the cheap phones, the free phones, and and I was up there and he was trying to sell us on it about how they were like, uh, not not unbreakable but very like damage resistant. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, if you if you if you drop this from like five feet onto the ground right now, I'll go buy one. <laughs> 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 and he wouldn't do it. <laughs> like you had to like drop like a few inches off the ground and let it drop that way, and it was fine. But... That's, that's like that whole thing with the Tesla car right now, right? And throwing balls <laughs> yeah, the window. I still haven't seen the, the, the video for that, but just I kind of don't want to because I've, I've heard it explained, and I can't think of anything funnier. <laughs> like, you know, my, my favorite uh, subreddit right now is watching people die inside. Yeah, me too. <laughs> just There had to be somebody, maybe not on camera, but somebody was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some uh, some engineer is in trouble now. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not a big uh, tech head guy. You know, tech, I don't stand in line for this stuff. I liked it at Gadgets, but I, but the Windows phone was so looking forward to it. And like I said, I guess I felt a little personal because it was my company. And we'd have these big speeches by Balmer, and he'd be out there shouting and screaming and, <laughs> and sweating. Sweaty. And yeah. <laughs> drinking honey so his voice wouldn't go away. And it was, we were so hyped. And that one year we got... It was a launch of Windows 8? Yeah, I think it was Windows 8. And it was just it was a big... The Surface, I guess that's another thing that would go with it. The, the Microsoft Surface, that first gen, oh, was awful. I think the ones now, then like the Surface Notebooks are decent. But anyway, the Windows phone, big disappointment for me. That's my <laughs> number 10. Scott, number 9. Okay, my number 9, uh, one of the first ones where I'm kind of cheating here, where... It's not the product in and of itself that has led to disappointment, but I want to I want to know where my goddamn books are, and and I realize that <laughs> that these authors aren't my slaves, or <laughs> they they don't owe me anything, but it's still bullshit on <laughs> my books. <laughs> so there's there's a few um, uh, fantasy series that are out there right now where they're it's been it's been an eternity. Um, I, I think you know where I'm going with at least one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and these these are great books too, like stuff that I I really enjoyed and recommended to people. And I just every once in a while I go look these up to see if there's some news, and there never is, you know. And then you know, freaking Amazon every once in a while will like, oh, well here's the price for the thing, but it's like not actually out. It's just like some place sort of thing that Amazon does and gets my hopes up, but. Uh, in in particular, um, there's Patrick Rothfuss, who who does the the King Killer Chronicles, which is probably coming to one of the streaming services in the not too distant future, because it got licensed out. So that's probably going to be another um, 
Game of Thrones thing where they where they finish the freaking series before, or, or at least the series gets ahead of the books. Um, and that one sucks because it's only two books. It's just supposed to be a trilogy. <laughs> the third book has just not come out. And and I I just I really really enjoy these books. Um, and Is then this guy like a gardener the way uh, Martin claims to be, and he's just Put him, wrote himself into a he, corner. He, or? he yes, he, he's okay. so. So the thing with Rothfuss is like, he. How can I put this? He he's his books are very much about um, like the the verbiage, the the words used, mm-hmm. um, and he he agonizes over this. It's, I, I think it's less about what's going to happen, and but yes, he has definitely written himself into a corner. There's a lot he's got to wrap up, um, but I think with him, it's more a matter of. He wants it written in a certain way, and he, maybe he just can't get there. I I don't know. It's it's been it's been forever. Um, then there's uh, Scott Lynch, who, who's done the uh, the Bastard Gentleman um, series, which is a lot of fun. Um, and there are uh, three books into that, and the fourth one is taken forever. Um, it's not as bad as the other two. Um, the 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 other series I'm going to mention here in a second. Um, but it, again, it's a lot of fun. Uh, these these are like heist books, but with a fantasy setting. Um, and yeah, I, I totally recommend these. The first one's called The Lies of Locke Lamora. Um, the second one is like Under Red Skies. And it's like this whole pirate theme. Uh, I, again, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the next one he does. And then finally, George R. R. Martin. Um, you know, I, I just I worry about this guy. <laughs> I was reading about his blog, but I was doing pizza crawls and 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 touring all over the place. But you know, I guess he's he said recently that he's kind of buckled down. Um, he wasn't buckled down before. No, and he has these other series that he works on, like yeah. the, like the Wild Card series, and he'll he'll do these anthology things. And you know, again, I get it. He he's he doesn't owe us anything, but god damn. Um, at this point, I've, I've kind of like really cooled on the next book coming out. Um, you know, no no pun intended. Winds of Winter. <laughs> um, you know, I I say that, but I'll be there day one. I'll probably finish the book in less than a week when it comes out, <laughs> like I did with the last one. Um, I'll just devour the whole thing. But yeah, and I want my books, and none of them come out. <laughs> uh, I think Lynch Lynch's last book was this decade, at least. I think. Uh, where the other two were were not in the 2010s, so there we are. Yeah, like, and, and you're right. The writers don't owe their their readers anything, but they, they kind of do. Readers have given them a lot of money to, <laughs> to, to keep telling them their stories, right? And then, yeah. what? I mean, he's just, he's going to be the one that suffers because, yeah, you are. I mean, I don't know. A lot of people will cool and never come back. A lot of people will cool and, like I said, will be there instantly. That's me in Star Wars, right? I freaking hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. And then I'm, you know, guys, I'm buying tickets opening night. Better be there. <laughs> so I get it. But All right. Um, my number nine, or yeah, my number nine is from a TV show from the 90s that returned just last year or two years ago. Uh, one of my favorite shows of all time. And the return, I was... I did have tempered expectations because it had been so long, but it's the X Files. Yeah. Um, I I didn't even finish this last season, so that's how bad it was. That the first season came back and it was like six episodes or eight episodes, and 
after getting the thrill of seeing Mulder and Scully together and and some of the other, some of the lone gunmen and everything else, Smoking Man, it just did not, it was not the same thing. And it just, it it, it wasn't good. There was a couple episodes and I eventually I hope to go back and rewatch some of those, not rewatch, watch that last season. But it, I don't, I don't know why I would because it's been, the ones I saw were not good. So maybe I'll, Find an article out there and say, okay, well, just watch these episodes. But, yeah, that was a pretty big disappointment for me, being as I was a huge fan in the 90s. So. Yeah. I mean, like like you mentioned, the Mulder and Scully thing was for, for us as, as as nerds, it's pretty much the ultimate like TV will-they-won't-they they <laughs> that, that, that ever was. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then I think like the movie happened, right? Like, did they ever? I so I I you know I like X Files. I'm not nearly the, the same fan level you are, though. Um, mm-hmm. Did did they ever consummate anything on the original run of the show? Yeah, they did, and that's kind of like when Mulder went in hiding. It's been forever, but that's when he's. I think that's how they wrote it in when Duchovny wasn't coming back. Mulder was just off. They had a kid, and the kid. Got abducted or so I really don't remember, <laughs> and it's part of actually in the new series they talk about that, but yeah, it, it definitely ruined it. Once they did finally, it it did lose some of its yeah yeah the sexiness <laughs> yeah, but like the the movie that came out came out during the middle like the height of the series, and it was just basically a long episode, a really cool high produ- you know high production based episode, and. The, they almost there's a scene where they almost kiss in the movie and then she gets stung by a alien bee <laughs> like you do like you do and and she gets really sick and then they have to take her to a spaceship and they give her the medicine and she survives uh. it's been a while since i've seen it but i think that's pretty much what happens spoiler alert okay. right. all right um so yeah yeah that's uh yeah i can, i can see how that would so <laughs> i kind of get that with star trek every once in a while not as bad. Yeah, and their whole thing. So, if you watched X Files, their whole thing is they have the conspiracy episodes, you know, the long serial based stuff. But then they'll just have their anthology episodes, and those are all, were always the better ones because they weren't tied to this overall structure. Like in the original run of the series, there were aliens, but it never really proven. Right? It was always just as close. Just as soon as Mulder was about to open that door. Something would happen and he wouldn't see it, and then you'd, the aliens would fly away, but you would he would never see it, or yeah. he would get a memory, his memory zapped. It was never really a thing. Where the standalone episodes would be, oh yeah, there was Chupacabra, or there was uh, Bigfoot, or ghosts, or whatever. And those were always the better ones. So maybe in this new series, I should just go back and watch those, the standalone anthology ones. Um, anyway, there, right, run. sorry, just one, one more note about X Files. There's there was a hilarious video I saw recently. It was an episode that I don't think I saw where they make the movie based on them. Where it's mm-hmm. like Gary Shandling and I don't know who's playing Scully. Um, but anyways, in the, in the the video, the clip, um, Mulder and Gary Shandling are in the, the foreground talking about his character or something. And for like, like a, a, a good, like, I don't know, ten times... You see Jillian Anderson in the background, like sprinting back and forth in high heels. The idea is that she's showing her her actor counterpart how to run in heels. So you just see it running back and forth in the background. 
like with no context, it's 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 even more funny. But uh... <laughs> yeah, they had a couple of those episodes. Ones where it was like a version of cops, where cameras were following them around as they're hunting for Chupac paranormal rants. stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, what's your number eight? Uh, number eight. Um, so, uh, quick correction. So those other books did come out in like 2011. So it hasn't been 10 years. It's been like nine. But anyway, uh, so my number eight, going back to video games again, uh, is uh, Final Fantasy 15. Um, I think we we talked probably at length in our in a unaired um, RPG episodes. Um, but oh, yeah. uh, you know, I grew up with Final Fantasy. These these are the games that I cut my teeth on. Um, you know, yeah, you know, I just mentioned that Mass Effect 3 might have been the most hype ever. The second most was probably for Final Fantasy VI um, as a kid. Um, and me being a little shit, bugging, the sh- bugging my mom constantly about it. Um, so if you're listening, Mom, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I played each subsequent version, and each one was just less and less for me. Um, so I've, I've never outgrown video games, um, obviously. But uh, that series, I've definitely... I, I don't know if I've outgrown it, but it's not for me anymore. And 15 was kind of the, the nail in the coffin, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> um, That's a big number. Yeah. Yeah, I gave it, I gave it 14 other tries. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, it had been that way for a while, uh, for the, the, several iterations before that, where I played them and just didn't kind of hook me anymore. Uh, but this one... I, I played, like, the first 20 minutes, and that was it. Like, I rarely do that. Like, usually I'll give things a chance, but I just, I couldn't. Um, there were too many things about it right off the bat that I was just rolling my eyes at. I was, I was like, again, like like your brother when we went to see Rain of Fire, just exasperated by, by all the, the choices that they made uh, to <laughs> the design choices. and the vo- Even down to, like, the voice acting and things. I was just like, I can't do this. Um, which makes me sad, because this is this is something you know. This this is my X Files, I guess. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Final Fantasy fifteen. Uh, who knows when they do sixteen? How how I feel about that? I'm still a sucker, but I know every time you guys talk about Final Fantasy, I bring this up. Which is the one that was on the first PlayStation? So that was seven, and that one seven. was a. Uh, I, I hate using Buzz buzzwords like this, but that one was a game changer yeah. um, for, for pretty much every video game that came after that. Uh, and they're actually doing a, a remake of that um, that'll be out next year, at least the first installment of it, where they're doing it all up in, in HD graphics and basically just rebuilding the game from scratch. And that one came out in like the mid-late 90s, right? Yeah, that was 97, 98. I was still in high school. So. Yeah, I was in college and working at Disneyland and every every day I came into work, people were talking. I was up till three in the morning playing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I never had a PlayStation, so I never played it. But I saw people playing it. Yeah, yeah, it was. Right. It was. There had been nothing quite like seven when it came out. So, all right, uh, my number eight, and uh, this is I'm going to combine uh, two franchises here, but the franchises are kind of, although they've never really been connected i connect them on mine so i'm gonna do it and it's the terminator and alien sequels that came out this decade yeah the prometheus and the last one i already forgot the 
Resurrection? No, that's Alien 4. Anyway, the last... I think there were two this decade. Maybe there were even more. The, uh, was... the Nick Stahl one was in this decade, right? And, uh, Which one? The Claire Danes, Nick Stahl one, that was in this decade, right? No, I think that was... Okay. The 90s, I think. And I think also the Christian Bale one, my, I think I looked it was 2009, so that technically doesn't fall in here either. Okay, so I didn't see Genesis because it looked awful. I saw Genesis. <laughs> and it had Cleesian it. It had Cleesian it. That was about the only reason I, was, I even thought about it. Yeah. Um, it was, she wasn't very... I mean, she was She was all right. Just the movie was bad. And the one that just came out a couple days ago or a couple weeks ago, I have not seen, but I've heard terrible things. I heard it was okay. Did you? It was fine. Um, and then, like I said, the Alien, uh, there was the Alien versus Predator stuff. I don't even know what decade those fall in, but the, especially Prometheus, and like I said, that last one, oh, what the, I could look it up. doesn't really matter. Yeah. Pr- <laughs> I, Prometheus was just it. like a, so, so, a couple time guest on the, on the podcast, Wade, um, he, he'll, he'll do this thing sometimes with, uh, some other people, the... Like I forget what they call it, but like average movie night where they pick a five like out of ten, like just something that's like just right in the middle, <laughs> and I feel like that's Prometheus. I, I always where, where it's not like really good, <laughs> but it's not like completely awful. I, I did not like it at all, so it would be lower than a five. For okay, me. okay, out of ten, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Probably like a four, though. It wouldn't be much lower, but it would be. I guess I could see where they're coming from. I mean, the movie was... I'm thinking of is Alien Covenant, by the way. Okay, yeah. I have not seen Covenant. But, uh, yeah, I saw Prometheus. and Yeah, wasn't wasn't great. <laughs> so. Uh, I'll watch this new one. Hope Maybe it's this new Terminator anyway, but I don't. I don't know. I just, it's. I don't Once again, this is like movies that we saw, like, as, like, you know, T1, T2. Alien, aliens, like in the prime of Rudo, we're, we're boys, and it's the best thing ever. I don't know if that's just part of it, and it could never be that, but I don't know. Disappointed. Disappointed! <laughs> yeah, number, number seven, Hercules. No, just kidding. That's, def- right. that's definitely, if we do a meme list this decade, that's on. <laughs> What's your number seven, Scott? Uh, so my number seven is, uh, I guess this is the first movie on the list, huh? Um... So, I gotta preface this. Preface this. I didn't think this was a bad movie. I I probably enjoyed it at the time. It has not aged well for me, um, considering the movie that came before it, and that is The Dark Knight Rises. Ooh. Um, All right. So again, this isn't that the worst movies of the decade. This is the most disappointing. Um, yeah. And just the. What they built up at the end of Dark Knight, it was like I, I guess they had only they had nowhere to go but down um, from there after after Heath Ledger and um, the other cool shit going on in that movie. Uh, but this is just <sighs> it, it was too much. It was too much of the the gravelly voice at that point. Uh, the uh, <laughs> The Tom Hardy is simultaneously great and ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> as as Bane. Um, some some of the the plot points in this movie, uh, it, yeah, just the whole thing just didn't didn't sit well. At the end of the day, 
Um, also, I had, you know, based because of this movie, I tried some Frenet Branca, the the drink that Alfred has at the end that he talks about. <laughs> that shit is awful. That is, that is, it tastes like Chinese foot medicine. It, it is, it is terrible. I, I don't know if that was like supposed to be a clue that he would never actually drink that. I, I, I don't know, like, use some coded message to, to Bruce or something. Because that stuff is, ugh. But, but anyway, um, just it, the whole thing was just kind of underwhelming to me at the end. The, the hit, I think the worst part for me is, is in the middle. Um, and I think that's what really kind of ruined the movie for me is that he breaks his back and then he gets punched in the back and then he, he breaks his back again and then he jumps without the rope and then he teleports to Gotham, which by the way is in the third city this time around. Like, um, or, you know, I guess apparently it's across the bay from, uh, uh, Metropolis. Who knew? But, uh, that's not in these movies. Though. That's not in these movies, but the, the city clearly changes in each movie. I mean, the first movie, it's pretty much just a giant set piece. So who knows? But it's like, one of them. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah. And then Pittsburgh or whatever the hell yeah. it's supposed to be. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Again, it just, it, it didn't. Like and, and I'm I'm not even like I don't think I like Dark Knight as much as other people, even. But uh, th- this was like the the thing that the DC had going for them, and um, it it was kind of a a downer. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll I agree and disagree. I it's definitely disappointing compared to the first one and the second one are both great movies. This and it is let down from there. But I wouldn't. It doesn't make my top ten of disappointing. But I can see where you're coming from and. It had some high expectations to live up to, and like you said, the the he everything you said, yeah, he is too much Batman. Be and, and born in the dark, a little bit ridiculous. Um, I I am a sucker though. The scene that everyone hates, it says, I know, I think you talked about it. Maybe Alex and I think maybe even Wade back in the day talked about, uh, you know, it's grown worthy when Alfred is having his sip of tea and. Batman's back there with Catwoman, and you guys nod. I, I get teary. It, it works. No, no, for me. I no, I, I I do like that. Don't get me wrong. I that was just more about the Frenet Bronco being awful. <laughs> but thought, okay, but I thought back in the day you guys said it was corny and it was. Um, I, was... I I don't think I had a problem with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. I I don't know. I necessarily buy uh, Jogolev as as Robin on his own. That kinda. I did not like either. Yeah, that's. Uh... Yeah, he was All just right. kind of a. Just a pain in the ass in that whole movie. <laughs> he was kind of unlikable, <laughs> but I guess it's Robin for you. Yeah, I mean Batman was kind of unlikable. Yeah, no, in this no, movie he, too. he's he's kind of a dick. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, all right, on to my number seven, and we'll keep it to uh, we'll keep in the Batman theme here, and this will be uh, Batman versus Superman. Yep, that's really that's like I think it's what are we on seven? Yeah. Yeah, it's a couple down. <laughs> Alright, then I won't No, I won't no, go ahead. I already I already got to talk about Batman a little bit here, so <laughs> Alright, well so there's a lot of the DC movies were uh disappointing, but I didn't have expectations for all of them. This one I did. I mean, if you're a nerd, how can you not be have expectations for Batman v Superman? And uh while I do like this movie, I think more than most, it is still disappointing and it's it could be so much more and why they had to shoehorn Doomsday into it and Lex Luger, Lex Luthor. Not <laughs> Lex Luger would have made it amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, that's my WWF spilling in there. Uh, 
his portrayal was not the best. Ben Affleck, I, I some scenes it really works, and then other scenes it doesn't. And maybe it's ruined by other movies that came by with, with him in it. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it just it was. I was looking forward to it so much, and just did not work for me. Um, or it doesn't work for me. Actually, it's a terrible movie. There are scenes that I still get up for when they actually are fighting when the batman v superman part happens three hours into the movie i i kind of enjoy it it's all the stuff leading up to it i just didn't like um wonder woman kind of being shoehorned in there as well which her and her movie is great and she is great but it just it, some of it just felt a little forced and the less we say about martha the better so oh, no. why you say that name <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Mama. number seven Batman v Superman alright Scott number six alright so my number six uh, <laughs> this just is uh, Batman v Superman's further down my list uh, I think this one's going to be on yours and that's The Hobbit it is way further down my list okay this time I, yeah I think we really should talk about it because I, I don't think I went into this one with as high expectations, but I I love Lord of the Rings. Like <laughs> like that that might be my all time like at least of these like trilogy movies or series. I don't know. I, maybe the Avengers stuff at the end of the day, but um so yeah, the Hobbit is, is kinda of let down after that. But uh, yeah, I'll let you get to that one more. Okay, yeah, when we get to mine we'll talk about it. And it's definitely a letdown. Um Alright, well my number six is <laughs> Speaking of Batman v Superman, is the Man of Steel, and this will be the last DC movie on my list. The other ones I had no expectations for. This being the first one since uh, the Dark Knight movies. Um, well, this may even came between Dark Knight and Man of, uh, Dark Knight Rises. I'm not sure, but did not enjoy the take that they made with this. I, the casting of Henry Cavill was awesome. I think it's a great Superman. I think Kevin Costner, the whole, the whole, his acting's fine, whatever. Just the whole Clark, uh, not Clark Kent. Um, what's Pa Kent's name? John, uh, Jonathan. I think it's Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan, yeah. Uh, it's just you know, I, Clark, you saved a bus full of drowning children. You shouldn't have done that. People might find out who you are. Like that's such not. I don't, don't buy that. It's not Superman, and so it just that yeah. just right away led me off the wrong way. The way he dies, like, oh no, there's a dog or a kid in the car, I'll go get it and don't save me. Like, no, fuck it, there's one person who could save you, that's fucking Superman, and that's easy to save you from. It's The original movie had it so much better when it's a heart attack, and there is nothing Superman can do about that. Like, uh, yeah, that all bugged me, and, um, well, uh, the, the, this movie led to the whole, I guess, Hollywood awareness that people actually do care about all the buildings being destroyed and people being killed while these two superheroes fight and destroy <laughs> the entire metropolis. So like later on after this movie, you had, you know, don't worry, the town has been evacuated. <laughs> lines just so people don't get upset. Uh, while it was cool to see, you know, an updated version of Zod and Superman fighting, it just, I don't know. All it was was buildings falling down on each other. So, uh, yeah. And there hasn't been a good Superman movie since, what, nineteen eighty. Two? When did Superman two come out? I don't know. It's, it's been forever. Too long, yeah. Um, so yeah, 
Man of Steel for me, number six. All right, what's your number five? Wait, are we at? Yeah, round five. Number five, okay. Yep. So, uh, number five. Going back to DC again is is Batman for Superman. Um, Basically, all the things that you said. Uh, I I actually like you said you. I like Henry Cavill. I actually like uh, uh, Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne. Um, okay. He has, like, he's, he's kind of like a wry, kind of a, he's like an older Bruce Wayne. He's got kind of a sense of humor about things uh, without necessarily cracking jokes all the time like he did in uh, Justice League, uh, yeah. for, for better or worse. Because he does have some genuinely funny things in, in Justice League that he says, like... Like when he's asked about his superpower, and he says, "I'm I'm very rich," like that, that's something I feel like Batman would actually say. At least Bruce Wayne would actually say as Batman, you know. But mm-hmm. um, but um, anyway, yeah, this just it's just a slog. Um, and yeah, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, uh, yeah, it's it's not a good Lex Luthor. Um, it just didn't didn't work for me. The whole piss jar thing—I don't know if you mentioned that. Uh, could have done without that. Oh yeah. Um, like, and I see, I I get they're trying. Okay, he's a super smart millionaire. Why not make him like a tech guy or make him Mark Zuckerberg? Like, literally, yeah. it did not work. Yeah, and and I I I kind of almost see where they're going with it, where you know, it, it makes sense that there would be this messiah complex built around Superman. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. how would the world react to that? Uh, and and you know how do you stop Superman was was kind of also part of it. Um, but yeah, just none of work. The 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 biggest sin of all though is just big CGI fuck, like clusterfuck at the end against against Doomsday. That was just yeah. it's not good. Um, yeah, they took it to some random island in the middle of nowhere. Like <laughs> that was too convenient. <laughs> yeah. It's laughable now, and if you when you watch it again, if you were to watch it again. And, uh, like, why spoil the death of Superman so early in your... Fr- if you're trying to set up a franchise, like, how long... Okay, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Endgame yet, which I'm, I'm assuming you have. How long does it take to kill off our heroes, right? Long how many time. movies? A long time. <laughs> yeah, they do it on the second movie. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. They're just <sighs> such such a big rush to, to get that, that Marvel yeah. money. that nobody stopped to think about, like, whether they should or... Not, Easy, uh, Ian Malcolm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> you actually did it. Um, so, yeah, I just... And this one, I, I don't even think there was that much... as Nearly as much hype. I think we all knew the writing on the wall for this one after Man of Steel. Uh, but... I had faith. I don't know why. Because I think Man of Steel was... Oh, they're both done by Zack Snyder, right? Never mind. I don't know what I was thinking. Although, you know, again, Batman vs Superman does have the cool intro from when you get Batman's point of view. Uh, but other than yeah. that, yeah, the whole thing just kind of falls flat. So that's my number yeah. five. All right. Um, my number five, uh, five is my only video game on the list because this decade has kind of been seen a decline in me <laughs> liking and playing video games. Didn't play much this decade, um, and when I did, I really didn't have... I wasn't looking forward, really, to anything. It would just be like, oh, I heard this game's cool, I'll check it out. 
But the one I had uh, expectations for, and it's just this is my love of Star Wars, is the first Battlefront that came out. And this yeah. came out right after Force Awakens or right before Force Awakens. Um, Feels like not that long ago. <laughs> yeah, but it's already four years ago, five years ago, whatever. Uh, yeah, it was. It looked gorgeous. Um, the the trailer, obviously, video game trailers. Never trust a video game trailer. Or a McMahon. Or McMahon, as my brother once said. Uh, yeah, it just there was no substance to the game, and maybe if you're good at it, maybe. But it just every time I just I don't even think if you're good at it, you just run around and you just get shot and you die, and then you just and it just repeats and repeats, and there's no single player mode. Which I I want Star Wars story, which is one of the reasons I'm enjoying the new Jedi Fallen Order game. Uh, there's just nothing to it. Battlefront Two, they did correct some stuff. I played it. I finally gave in and played it because it was free on the... I had the EA Game Pass for a little while and I was able to play it. And that one did have a story mode, but even the multiplayer, I had a little more fun with it. But this first one was so bad. And it, like I said, it stopped me. I didn't get any of the expansions. When the Battlefront 2 came out, there's no way I was going to get it. Only when I got it basically for free later did I try it. So That's it. That's my number five. My only video game on this list. All right. Did you ever play it or no? No, I you know I've I've never really other than like Super Star Wars back in the SNES. Yeah. Um, I never really put a ton of time into any of the, the games. I think I think I actually played the the one that was on the sixty four. What was that? Uh, Rogue Rogue Squadron. Not or, not um, not Rogue Squadron. Was, the one with Dash Rindar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, Shadows of the Empire. Maybe that was it. But, I think um, that's what it is. Yeah, I I still want to go back and play. Knights of the Old Republic. I, I I played the Old Republic. That was fun for a little while. That was the RPG one. Yeah, the MMO. Or like the yeah. MMO one. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah. And that, that I played that one a little bit too. I played them all, but I never really, I never finished the Knights of the Old Republic games. Yeah, I want to go back and do that. Uh, it's a little rough now with the graphics and everything, but uh, I yeah, heard they did it. I don't know, and I heard I've uh, not so much friends. Enemies, no. Uh, people like podcasts <laughs> I listen to and stuff. They say the story of those first two, but maybe the first one in general was like really good, and they love it, and they hope they make adapt those into a movie. I don't remember it very much, but yeah. but I will say the Battlefront games that were on the original Xbox were great. I love those, and that's what I thought this was going to be. And I, it was kind of the same concept, just not as complicated. I think maybe they just overly complicated. I don't know. It was just fun. You just and they had every map, but obviously they didn't have the the the, the new movies in there. But you would some levels you're on Geonosis and you're a battle droid, or sometimes you're the clone trooper, or you're on Bespin or whatever it was. I, I that one I for some for some reason I liked it a lot more than the the new version of Battlefront. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like to see out of all these movies that have come out, the only thing that I'd be kind of interested in, in doing was the uh, the the huge dogfight. In uh, Rogue One, because that because oh. that's probably the best space battle in any of the movies. Like, there's the run of the Death Star in 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 Episode Four, but I wouldn't really consider that like a dogfight necessarily, like like it was for this. But anyway, yeah, I, we digress. You know, but I, I would. I mean, obviously that's the best scene with the trench and everything. But Return of the Jedi is pretty good uh, dogfight in space. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the ships. Yeah, that that one's pretty good. Yeah. Um, the, well, in the Battlefront 
I don't know if it's in one, but in two, you definitely have dog fights in the game, which is they're kind of cool. But this whole new thing, like once they figured out they have special effects, they don't have to put everything in black space. They put everything in the atmosphere, and it kind of loses a little bit. I don't know. That's just me being a dork. Uh, all right, what's your number four? Number four. Um, so I didn't do any research on the twenty tens. Sorry, the the aughts, the two thousands uh-huh. um, for this. But I imagine it's it's going to be much the same. But nonetheless, uh, my number four is just all the shitty franchises that came out this decade. Um, it just feels like every time I turn around, there, there's a new movie and something that I don't care about anymore. Um, it's still making money, so there's you know clearly a reason why they're doing it. But it's just like at some point, just do something else, please. Like and 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 I get it. This is highly hypocritical because I don't want them to ever stop doing Marvel shit. But <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least not in the MCU. Um, but like some of the stuff, and and I and I get that also some of the stuff is licensed, um, and like everything's built into doing multiple movies. But it just feels so unnecessary to get through all of it. You know, we got two new Pirates of the Caribbean movies, which were wholly unnecessary. Um, mm-hmm. the, you mentioned all the Terminators, the goddamn Transformers movies. Like, I, every time I see the trailer for the one, like, last night, and there's, like, Anthony Hopkins, like, a part of me, like, refuses to believe that's, like, not a like a skit on Saturday Night Live or something like that. I remember when I was telling you guys the premise, and you guys thought I was joking. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> oh, let me go. He gets the Excalibur. You're like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we're like, fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Um, you know, the, you know, Resident Evil movies, God bless them. <laughs> there, were, there were three of those. <laughs> um, you know, tw- the stuff that, you know, obviously wasn't for us, but Twilight, Hunger Games, um, some super shitty uh, Marvel stuff out of Fox. Uh, the if if we were gonna do like worst movies of the the 2010s, um, I, I'd be hard pressed not to put the latest Fantastic Four in there. Um, and then even even Star Wars uh, has, has put together a couple shitty efforts. Um, you know, we, we we talked about Solo again. It, it's not that so much that it's a bad movie. It's just a such a Mediocre effort all the way around. Yeah, definitely. Um, that uh, yeah. So even even Star Wars is, is guilty of this, like off the main line because we all expect like you know the the trilogies. Um, yeah, just yeah. Just please, let's do something different. It doesn't have to be the same thing. Uh, and it, I don't know. It kind of when I was coming up this list, I was like. Going through okay, what what are like the worst movies of the 2010s? Is like a guideline to to pick this stuff out, and kept coming across like oh, there's another Transformer movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. The only I mean, I, I agree with everything you're saying. I, I will say that the Transformer movies, well, like I think you already answered you. Some of these aren't made for us. That's yeah, yeah. I can see the Transformers being for kids. Yeah, that that is true. Except I'll, except when they get like super racist and they have like. Nut sacks and stuff, like really. <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah. I'll never forget when I was watching them uh, with uh, Eric and his boys, and they loved it, and they were answering, and they were just so into it. I was like, okay, I get it. They're, you know, at the time they're probably eight and twelve or something, and it was just everything for them, right? But so I, I get right. that, and like you said, the Twilight stuff not for us. 
Hunger Games not really for us, but but I mean like you can still I don't know like the Hunger Games two aren't bad. It just I don't know. It's just middle of the road stuff. That's Harry Potter that that bled into this decade, right? That that it did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess my thing would be okay. They're based on books. That's fine. But this whole like splitting the last book into multiple movies is a bunch of horseshit. I agree. <laughs> um, and I have more about splitting movies, into books into multiple movies later on. Oh, Scott already mentioned. Oh my! So, so I realize this one's kind of vague, but I, I was just like, yeah, I just want to say something about they're not being new shit. Like, like get, go big or go home. You know, give me an A, give me an F. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's my number four. All right. Uh, my number four. Back to TV and. For this decade, TV was actually really good to us, right? We'd be had a lot of shitty movies, but TV <laughs> T- TV been very very good to us. <laughs> TV been very very good. Um, as I was trying to think, and uh, the one for me that had the big, I loved the first few seasons, and then just it slowly got worse and ended terribly for me. It'd be Dexter. So this this show started in the late two thousands or, or mid two thousands and ended in two thousand twelve, maybe I don't know. But it was such a disappointment because that was one of those first shows. And I got on from the very beginning because, like, when, you know, they talk about this whole golden age of TV with, like, Sopranos and The, the Wire and uh, other stuff. Like, I caught on to those later. I watched them the last few seasons live. But the rest, I had, you know, I either watched on Netflix or something. Um, but and Dexter was from the very beginning. And I loved it. And it just ended so poorly. Like, and, and that's just concept of stretching – a, a cool premise way too long. Like you can't keep having people being dumb and not knowing this guy, you know, every single day with them. So they would kind of address that, but then do stupid stuff. I don't, don't want to spoil it for people who may still want to watch it. I don't know. Um, so that would really hurt because I really enjoyed that show. And I want to say, if you do want to watch Dexter, I still recommend it. Just at season four, stop. <laughs> And, it, and if, if you know how season four ends, it's actually a perfect ending to the series, and it should have ended there. There's no reason to go further than that other than to make money, which <laughs> I, I guess there, that is a good reason to do it. But, um, yeah, it just went so downhill after that. Um, and I don't even know if he's been in anything since then. He probably has here and there, but any of those people I haven't seen pop up. So you never you watched a couple episodes or did you even do that of Dexter? I've I've probably seen a couple episodes, but yeah, I don't really remember anything. Yeah, no, I, I fell in love with it, and I would like rewatch seasons one through four a lot. Like wait, I, every time like season five next next season's coming up, I'll rewatch every episode, and I really liked it. And then, <sighs> and it, uh, I tried to rewatch it not too long ago with Laura, and I was like, you know what, this either it's not that good any, as I remember. But I think it's more as I just know how it's going to end, and I don't want to invest this whole thing. So let's just stop here. Let's stop when the getting's good. Um, so that's my number four. All right, final three. Scott. All right. So my last uh, video game entry here, um, and again, it's the lack of something. Um, so we went a whole over a whole decade with with no new Half Life. Um, they recently <laughs> announced Half Life Alex. It's supposed to be a VR thing, um, but that's that doesn't sound like new <laughs> new Half Life to me. No, it uh, doesn't. So I think Half Life 
two episode two came out in two thousand eight two thousand nine um but it was supposed to be part of uh there's supposed to be a third episode which are these kind of epilogues to half life two you know then leading into whatever half life three was gonna be um and yeah it like half life two is such a, a fantastic game um the episodes one and two for it are also a lot of fun. Um, yeah. For them to just drag this out forever, and it, and it's not like they made Half Life Two and we're like, okay, we may or may not be working on Half Life Three. Like they basically said they 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 had at least, you know, working on this third one, um, Episode Three, and it never happened. And you know, everything went silent about Half Life Three, and um, I I don't know if Portal Two was this decade. I was just going to ask you if the Portal games were in this decade. I think Portal 2 was this decade. I don't know about the first Portal. Um, but, yeah, Portal 2 is, is a fantastic game, along with the first Portal. But, like, other than that, you know, I don't know how much work they did on Team Fortress 2 or um, Left 4 Dead. I don't know how much of that was actually Valve. Um, but, yeah, it just feels like they're just running steam these days. Like... <laughs> They're they're happy just to do that. Uh, so, I mean, at this point, there's no way. Like we we've talked about this before. Like I think early on in the podcast, um, there's no way Half Life Three could live up to whatever hype or expectation that uh, can be attached to two. Oh, definitely the, the hype's cooled on it. But uh, yeah, it's, it has it's, cooled. But as soon as they would announce it, it would jack right back up yeah. if they were to do it. Oh, instantly. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. You know, and again, it comes back to the whole authors thing, where yeah, they don't feel like making the game, so you know, what are you gonna do? I don't, I don't want them to make a shitty version of the game. No. So I don't remember. Does episode two end on a cliffhanger or no? Yo, it, it, it ends on a huge cliffhanger, like a massive, like emotional <laughs> cliffhanger. <laughs> huh. that, that just makes it that much worse um, if you're invested into the story and, and the few characters that are there. So I just, is episode two the one that I don't I don't remember the story element that ends, but there's like the giant three legged tripods attacking the city, and you're in your jeep, and you have to right, fling. You, yeah, you got to run around and, and yeah, fling like mines at them. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that one ends, and then stuff yeah, happens. Because I've replayed Half Life Two in the episodes numerous times on PC, Xbox, and. Xbox 360, every version of Xbox, whatever, like when Orange Box came out, I redid it then, and then I think I downloaded it later. I don't know. I'd say, yeah, I love those games. Hmm. Good call. So that's Is this going to be in your 20, your looking back at the 20s <laughs> list, too? <laughs> back at my looking at the century. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to make it to that point, Jeff. Oh, I don't think we're making it to the No, the there's, 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 no, the, the, not much chance of that. Science, unless there's a yeah. big breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. A way to regenerate, well, regenerate your liver. Uh, my, my, uh, my brain matter. There you go. Mitosis. Yeah. All right. Mitosis. Um, mitosis. My number three, and this is the one that I said that would be on my top things of the decade, but the last two seasons. Specifically, the last season of Game of Thrones. Um, while I did not have the hate for them that a lot of people seem to have, I 
they were disappointed. I can't hide the fact that they did not live up to what I thought the ending of this great series would be. And what year did it start? Like, was it started in this only entirely in this decade, or did it start like earlier, like in two thousand? Um, I I want to say it started in in this decade. Uh, let me look it up real okay. quick while you're talking. But yeah, it it definitely did not it did not stick the landing, and it's unfortunate. Um, it still wasn't terrible. I mean, I I'm totally satisfied with. Spoiler alert! I guess if you haven't seen End of Game of Thrones with with Khaleesi's turn and that stuff, um, I just the way it happened. Yes, is a bit abrupt. You know the concerns that people have, and I agree. And then Bran becoming the <laughs> the eventual uh, the, the sitter of the throner. Whoa, <laughs> um, which is pretty hilarious. I was talking to my mom this weekend, and something about Game of Thrones popped up. She's like, "Oh, I started the reading. I just." They pushed that little boy out the window. I could never go back. That's <laughs> like the second chapter. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I was like, but mom, that boy ended up be sitting on the throne. Wait, he survived? I was like, yes. So, anyway. So, so I'm looking at Wikipedia. So the, uh, the first episode aired in April of 2011. Okay. And the last one in April of 2019. So this really was the show of the decade. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's it just, I'd be lying if I say I wasn't disappointed by the ending. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, it, it, it kind of, with with a couple of, yeah, a couple of the characters ended, I thought, pretty cool. Um, yeah, some of it just kind of petered out. There was just too much to get done, I think. Yeah. yeah this, it'll be interesting to hear, I'm not going to read the books, but for you people who read the books, to tell me how it really ends if Martin never finishes <laughs> these books, to yeah. see if he was able to do it any better, but... Let's see how he gets around the teleportation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, like that stuff never bothered me. Like, I don't need to see them ride on horseback for three episodes to get to the good stuff. Like, I think whatever. Um, yes and no. Like, I get it. We've we've seen enough of that. You know, eight years of that. Uh, but um, I don't know. It made it made the world feel that much more expansive, and just kind of like ruined that whole idea of well, it does take a long time to get fucking anywhere and march an army and. But when you can do it yeah. overnight, who cares? I go, well, maybe there's a better way to do it with editing or something to make you take that, what you're talking about, but not make a sit through it of just them riding on horseback and talking about stuff. I don't know. But, yeah. Disappointing, unfortunately. That's my number three. Scott, what's your number two? All right. Uh, getting back into movies. Um, so my number two... Um, this movie still has a lot of things that I that I love, um, and it and it bridges uh, itself between um, a couple movies directly, uh, and and that would be Age of Ultron. Hmm. Um, okay. You know, I I such huge expectations and hype. And I loved the the initial Avengers so much. Um, and it just didn't capture the same feel as the first one. I think is is probably what it's most guilty of. Um, and that that doesn't necessarily rest on any particular uh, thing, I, I guess. But um, yeah, there there was just kind of some stuff that was up in the air that just didn't make sense in this one. Um, the the whole. Thing with Wanda, whether she was actually like putting in memories or 
the, those were like prophetic visions that she put in Tony's head. Because that becomes really important. Um, the whole scene where Thor gets naked for no reason, gets zapped by lightning in the in the pond. Um, <laughs> it wasn't for no reason, Scott. Well, I'm not complaining. <laughs> it just uh, didn't, didn't flow very well. Um, the whole Hulk running away, which which does set up some great shit in uh, in Thor Ragnarok. Um, you know, and setting up the rift um, between Tony and, and Cap. Um, this, this set the groundwork for it. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, the Vision character, other than, like, him grabbing the hammer, it's kind of... I don't know. Like, it was supposed to be, like, this huge, like, reveal at that point in the movie. And it kind of fell flat with me, and I, and I can't really say why, because I think Paul Bettany's a great actor. Um, and they even managed to make him not look, like, distractingly ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, I, I just I just don't know. Like, it was just a letdown after, after that. And I, I loved uh, Infinity War. Um, and, uh, and Endgame, probably not as much as Infinity War, but still, you know, a love letter to the whole series. Um, yeah. I'm sure if we do, if we do our top tens, we'll, we'll get around to that. Uh, Have you gone back and rewatched um, Age of Ultron recently? I've been, no, I've been meaning to. I actually, like, I bought, like, a digital copy of it. So I've got, like, an HD version of it. Although it's now streaming on yeah, Disney, say, Disney Plus. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that was a waste of money for me in the long run, but uh, and it yeah. didn't when you watched it, it didn't change. You said you bought it, but you didn't watch it. No, no I didn't get. I like started it up and then I got okay. caught up in other things. Because it, I mean, it's just three and a half hours. You actually got to plan ahead for that. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, wait. Ultron's three and a half hours. Oh, are we talking about Ultron or or Ultron? Yeah, the one oh, that you oh, don't like. Oh, oh, oh. Um, not too recently, no. But I have seen yeah. it like four or five times now. Yeah, because I, when I went back and rewatched a bunch of the movies, I think leading up to either Infinity War or Endgame, I rewatched it. And I liked it more than I did originally. It's still, I mean, it's the least favorite of all the Avengers movies. But I think looking back and knowing that he said that and stuff with Tony's head and Scarlet Witch and Vision, I think it plays, it's a little different for me anyway. Um, and yeah, setting the rift between Tony. I think it sets up a lot of stuff that... I like and it, MC, that phase two is kind of the weakest section. Like I'm looking at it right now. Iron Man three, not a huge fan of that movie. Yeah. Um, Thor Dark World, not a yeah. huge fan of that movie. Although it wasn't as bad as I remembered it. Actually rewatching it, I think I liked it better. Although it does have Winter Soldier, which is might be my favorite yeah. MCU. And it has Guardians of the Galaxy. So there you go. Two really good. Oh, I had, the first Ant Man, which is okay, yeah, and it has it has one of my favorite scenes in any Marvel movie when they're all just sitting around shooting the shit, like yes, where they're just basically in character but not in superhero mode, right? And, that, and the that, big that, payoff that's with, a blast, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then with Endgame being a cool thing, and I love the scene with uh, Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch with the whole yeah. None of this makes sense. <laughs> We're fighting monsters and aliens yeah. and. Hey, robots. Even, even though it's kind of goofy, I liked when uh, uh, Quicksilver runs away, and he's like, "I could shoot him. Nobody would know." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So yeah, it's just 
again, like I don't think this is a bad movie. I still like enjoy a lot. I could sit down and watch it now and I'd be fine. Uh, but just, I, I think I built it up so much in my head yeah, that it was going to be it. like as great. Like there was going to be as many moments as in the original Avengers, where you know that like I wanted to like I don't know jump up in my seat or whatever um, and cheer, and it just wasn't that. I mean, maybe that was unfair to the movie, but uh, yeah, it just it just was disappointment. I don't know how to put it. No, no, I totally get it. That's, that's my right. number two, and I think All I think. Right. It's shaping up for us to have the same number one. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but my number two is your number I had earlier, which would be the Hobbit trilogy. Okay. Uh, huge disappointment. Like, uh, love Lord of the Rings. Um, I don't know if I love it as much as you, but I know back in the day when the original series came out, you and I saw Two Towers and Return of the King like 12 times in theater. We saw it a lot. I love those movies. Um, and I'm so looking forward to this, and it just it did not live up at any level. It was such a huge all three of them. I I can tell you, I saw the first one in the theater once, maybe twice. Bought the Blu-ray. Yeah, I think I saw it in like 3D. That probably didn't help me. <laughs> Down, uh, saw it in Blu-ray. Watched that once. The second one came out. Saw it once in the theater. I think I rented it digitally. Saw it once at home. Third one I saw once in the theater and never saw it again. And it's such a disappointment. Uh, it's this, it's stretching. Why I mentioned earlier, stretching. Uh, you know, the end of Harry Potter and the two books. How about stretching a kid's book that's like I don't know how many pages is the Hobbit? It's hundreds, two hundred. It's, it's not that long. I mean, yeah. I think it's a little more than that, but I don't think it's like it's not a George R. R. Martin novel. Yeah, it's half of one volume of Lord of the Rings, right? Would you say that it's not even as much as one? Like Fellowship of the Ring is probably twice as big as the Hobbit. Yeah. I think that's fair. And they and they stretched it into three movies. Ugh. So much fluff and then changing stuff and having to include like Legolas and stuff, which I get it. But no. I think we were fine with the stuff of Frodo in the beginning. I'll accept that. And then you had Gandalf. You had the, the Elrond and stuff, which was in the story, which I was okay with that. Even the Galadriel and um, Sar- Saruman. Saruman. <laughs> Saruman stuff was acceptable, but... Stuff with Legolas was not in the the she elf and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I love Evangeline Lily. Let's let's let's, oh, not, let's not get too far here. But yeah, yeah, just everything you said. Um, so I I saw the first two in the theater. Uh, well, I saw all three of them in the theater. But uh, yeah, the first one I just walked out shaking my head. Second one. Pretty much the same thing because they turn into like goddamn ninjas. They go from like buffoons to ninjas like at the, like the flip of a switch. Doesn't make any sense. Um, the third movie I enjoyed more than the other two, but um, I, had, I had been in a car accident. <laughs> you were concussed. I, I was. I, I so uh, I'd been in a car accident and I uh, screwed up my back, and the uh, the doctor prescribed me some muscle relaxers. <laughs> and some Oxycontin. Oh, there you go. And I only had like a couple of the Oxycontin left. And I was like, okay, I got to ration these out for if I'm actually hurting. And then I was like, well, I am going to see this movie, so fuck it. So <laughs> I'm going to be hurting. <laughs> yeah. So I popped I popped both before I sat down in the theater. and I, I, I'm pretty sure that added to my level of enjoyment. 
Because <laughs> like this guy with this big shit eating grin on pretty, his face. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's probably it's probably hundred percent true. Because I I never do anything other than like ibuprofen. So put me on my ass. Um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> so that probably contributed to my enjoyment. Uh, but yeah, uh, I couldn't even tell. You. I mean, the, I know the War of the Five Armies happens, but it's just a big battle. Is the movie just an entire battle? <laughs> uh, there's 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 quite a bit of setup, but yeah, then there's this huge battle. And, uh, and Legolas jumping on falling rocks like a yeah. video game. I, you know what? You know, the more I think about that, it's less that it looks ridiculous, and it's more like, why didn't they just send Legolas go out there and kill like a million orcs all by himself? Like, because clearly he's he's got God mode turned on. Yeah, I don't know. And I, one of the big things, the dwarves are not likable. Which, I know in the books, they're kind of dicks too, right? But I, I just, but what's this, who's the name, who's the main dwarf? I don't even remember. Thorin. That Theoden. Um, Thorin. What is it? Thorin. Thorin, yeah. I just never Thorin liked shoot. that guy. No, yeah, he's a dick. The, the, the two cousins or whatever that look like normal people <laughs> yeah. are fine. The rest of them all look like I don't know, like, I, they all made him look like cartoonishly stupid. With right. a couple, it of made him look like Snow White dwarfs. Not, yeah, they yeah. Fit in. They, they weren't Gimli. They were exactly. Snow White dwarves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I mean, it's, everything that we when Lord of the Rings came out, we praised it over the Star Wars prequels because they were actually using real sets and real models and not over CGI and everything. And then this movie, it's it just was the prequels. It was everything, literally. And it was just like everything was just CGI and fluff and then floating in the barrels down the river. It's <laughs> the GoPro scene. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. I, I, I'm wondering if they could do like a... I think I mentioned this before. Like in the Lord of the Rings, they did the director's extended cut. I wonder if he can do like his shortened cut <laughs> where he put all three movies together, cut out the fluff and... Let's go. The whole stuff in Lake... Like, Smog was fine with Cumberbatch. Uh, Benedict uh, Cumberbatch. I, I'm trying to remember. I, I thought that played out pretty well, if I remember correctly. But then... Oh, no. That was good up until the dwarves get in there and they this whole elaborate system to melt the gold to make a gold version of the dragon and all that crap was like, oh. That happened in the movie, right? <laughs> Not the, not of gold versus the dragon, a big gold dwarf or something. No, they 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 dump a bunch of gold on Smog and he like breaks out of it. Right, but don't they make this elaborate, like um, Rube, Goldberg. Rube Goldberg machine to? Uh, I I think it's less that they just like lure him into a spot where they can dump gold on him, molten gold. No, they make like this big statue of, of him, and then like it's he looks at it for a while. It's it's bad. Something like that happens. Or maybe I was on painkillers, too. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's my number two. So let's on to our number one, Scott. All right. Uh, so I've said many times that I'm, I'm not the same level of Star Wars fan as as uh, as you guys are. Um, but we we all went to see a movie a couple years ago <laughs> around the same time of year. And I was the one that actually organized the whole thing. Like that's that's how stupid I am, and uh, yeah, it, it's it's gotta be the Last Jedi. Um, 
I don't. Maybe you want to talk about both of them, but um, I actually like the Force Awakens. Um, there's enough going on there that I, that I enjoy the movie, um, even though there's some things that I roll my eyes at. This movie, though, like it's just, I I went in with like no real expectations other than like oh, I hope it, you know I enjoyed it as much as the the Force Awakens. Um, you know, I like Ray, I liked uh, Ren. I'm like, okay, they got something to build off of here, and I knew Luke was gonna be back. And then they just turned him into a goddamn space hobo, and I'm sure you've got plenty to say about this too, Jeff. <laughs> um, but the the biggest the biggest thing uh, before I hand it off to you is uh, just this whole movie. Like Ryan Johnson just decided, like, fuck it, we're just gonna subvert all expectations for no reason. Like, oh, like okay, so Ray doesn't have parents anymore. Oh, the force doesn't fucking matter, or not the force, but the like the the sides of the forest don't matter. Um, everybody's an idiot in this movie, except for like Ray, I guess. I don't know. Uh, it just, <laughs> just one decision after another that they that he made making this movie, uh, where all the plot points didn't matter. Like it just, they just kind of fall into like the different acts of the movie until it's just over, and it's just. We we there were six or seven of us, and we all walked out of the theater just shaking our heads. Like I've never had that happen in a movie before, and Alex was there. And Alex loves everything, <laughs> and even he was like shaking his head. Yeah. So yeah, my, my number one, Last Jedi. Yeah, good call. I I have both Star Wars. Both well, I mean, there's actually four movies came out this decade. Star Wars. If you count Rogue One and Solo. I like Rogue One a lot. Well, your girlfriend. Like... Well, your ex girlfriend's in it. <laughs> my ex. Oh, my, my my English muffin. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yes. Felicity Jones is in it. Um, but I just love that uh, that movie. Solo. I had no expect. I hate that movie, but I had no expectations for it, so it was not disappointing. I mean, it's disappointing, but what make my top ten? Force Awakens. I like it a lot, but there's not like I like it in some areas. Some points, it's the whole retread thing bugs me. Uh, Han Solo, I don't really like in it, but whatever. It's it really doesn't. It uh, maybe it makes a list, maybe it doesn't. But Last Jedi, oh, it's so bad. It, it sucks because I was really looking forward to this because as much as I didn't like Force Awakens, but I didn't hate it. I'm not a big J.J. Abrams fan. I think. I don't really like any of his movies, with the exception of the Star Trek reboot. Is the only thing I really like from him, and only the first one. Uh, to what just honorable mention will be Into Darkness for me on this uh, list. So I really didn't have much expectations, but for Ryan Johnson, I did. We had already we recently did um, what was the, the the high school noir movie? Oh, Brick. Did. Yeah, Brick, uh, Looper. I really like those, and so I was expecting a lot from him, and it and. It just disappoints. I mean, the very beginning with the whole Poe and the "Can you hear me now?" It just I didn't like. And then Ray handing Luke the lightsaber and he throws it over his shoulder. Like it just it was bad. And yeah, I don't know. I I'm going through rewatching the movies. I haven't gotten that far yet, obviously. But there's some stuff I do like in there, so I, I don't hate the entire thing. Um. As sad as I was to see Luke die, I think they did him right, actually. When I watched it again, I'm like, you know what? How else could you have done? He can't just be killed. You can't kill Luke. Right? right. I mean, that's... Either he lives forever, or he goes out on his own terms. 
that's the way he's going to do it. That's fine. I'm not too upset with that. I think his battle. I have a, actually one of the couple of the podcasts I listened to. They say there was no lightsaber duel in the Last Jedi, and I was like, bullshit. There was like, well, their sort, their sabers didn't cross. I'm like, whatever. If Luke had been there and he did the exact same moves, you would have considered it a fight, right? Him just dodging everything. That's yeah. badass. So I, that stuff, I'm totally fine with. But it just in the race stuff, like you said, I think that works. But just uh, there's this, the uh, pose, like so. I I, I, I know people. People's mileage varies on this, but Poe is the worst character. Like it's not Finn. It certainly wasn't Rose. It's 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 not the uh, whatever the new whatever her name was the the hard ass captain. Um, uh, Haldo Waldo something like that. Yeah. The, but he's he's the worst. Like his character arc is so awful. Yeah. Like he. Like, I guess originally he was supposed to be some side character, and then all of a sudden he becomes this big thing. But um, but yeah, this movie. But he basically gets like his entire like squadron ever killed because he doesn't want to retreat, and then they they have to retreat, and he's like, "No, we can't retreat." <laughs> and then and then they say, "Well, you know, this is the military, right? You don't you don't get a say." And then he cries about it, and then he tries to form a coup, and they rightfully lock him up. And again, it's kind of a, a plot contrivance that they don't tell him what's going on. But I don't think that's necessarily dumb on their part. It's just dumb for the plot. And then he goes off and does the thing. and gets more people killed. And then by the very end, he's finally learned that it's okay to retreat sometimes. That's his whole arc. Uh, and he's going to be... Right. Uh, the very, very beginning of the movie, he's the one where they just had to do their one thing to distract him. And Leia's like, all right, pull your ships back. And he's the one that's like, no, we have a chance. And they, yeah, he needs to get more people. He doesn't learn anything. And then even the thing he learns, like when Luke is out there fighting him, he's like, no, no, he's given us a chance to retreat. Like, I don't even know how you got that out of it. I, yeah, he's he's bad. I don't think they know what to do with Finn. Like, I think they I th- had I this... think they wasted, like, I think that would have been, I mean, I know you don't like him, and you would have liked to see him get killed off. But I think that would have been like very noble for his character, and that actually would have made a lot of sense. That he was this guy that was way out of his element. Um, he was only really there for Ray, and then uh, you know he gets fucked up, and then he wants to run, um, and he kind of gets sucked into this whole thing. Um, and at the end, he, he's willing to sacrifice himself for this cause. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that would have been a, a great arc for him. Uh, but instead, we get to see him mugging for the camera again in the third movie. I don't know. It's... With him and Poe on the screen at the same time for like every scene is going to be awful. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I think these last two stories, they've kind of put all their effort into Kylo and Rey yeah. and everything else. And I think they've done a good job with those two characters. Other than that, nobody, even Leia, Luke, whatever, they they haven't gotten them in. Yeah, it's disappointing. And like I said, I, this talk about expectations. This is for it for me. And but now that I'm watching Mandalorian, I have high expectations, and they're hitting it. So it's there. They it can be done. You can make Star Wars exciting for me. So I I don't know. And I've just seen more. There's been a TV spot recently for the new movie, and I just want to throw up when I watch it. Um, <laughs> what what have we seen this, Jeff? <laughs> 
like in a couple less than a month. I think it's yeah, December twentieth or something. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, um, I, I I don't know. It, it was a huge disappointment. But the whole Star Wars thing, it was cool. I would say this decade, it was cool to be thinking and talking about Star Wars again. Um, when they, you know, the whole Disney acquisition happened, we we're all looking forward to it. The movie, I, the hype for it, I don't. I mean, the only thing that matched it was Episode One. Is the hype <laughs> uh, it was real cool. The 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 life that people, you know, people talking about it again. People who don't care about Star Wars knowing what it is. Uh, we had the new theme, the theme park at Disneyland and Disney World. That's cool. That all happened this decade, but. Uh, <laughs> all right that's it I, I had my one honorable mention it would have been star trek into darkness i did not care for it. the other one too i already forgot the name i didn't like it but the first one i really did like it's like beyond something yeah yeah maybe it was just beyond i don't know you're benedict cumberbatch benedict, a terrible uh, cumberbatch he was a terrible con con he was way under the top. <laughs> All right. Did you have any honorable mentions or no? Um, I mean, disappointments. Uh, yeah. It, it's kind of a small one, but... I guess dishonorable mentions. Yeah, is... Uh, I, I would have liked to have seen more from Edgar Wright. Like, at least one more movie out of, out of this decade. Because he had the, kind of the big layoff when he when he left the Ant-Man picture. Uh-huh. And, and Ant-Man turned out all right. But, uh, you know, he had... Um, at at World's End, to finish up the Blood and Ice Cream trilogy, um, which was fun, um, and then Baby Driver, which I liked, but again not as much as I was hoping, because I love the hell out of uh, Hot Fuzz and uh, um, Shaun of the Dead, and um, certainly Scott Pilgrim. Um, so that falls in 2010. Oh, I guess it's 2010. So yeah, but but still there was that big layoff there. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of sad that he didn't do like one more thing. Uh, but that's that's really it. Um... Uh, Chinese democracy. <laughs> I don't even know if that came out this decade. <laughs> I don't think it did. <laughs> when, didn't it? Let's see, Chinese. God, I'm gonna feel old if it did. If it didn't. Chinese. Oh no. My. Two thousand eight. Yep, <laughs> I was promised a, a meal, a sumptuous Chinese meal, democracy manifest. Oh wait, hold on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, um, since Alex isn't here, we we could talk real sports. Yeah, we could spend. Anything you want to talk about? Um, so we're Angels fans here. Talk talk real sports here. Um, yep, just waiting on the hot stove here. Uh, as as they call it, um, I think it, there's already been one big free agent signing. It was like yes, Monty Grandal, the catcher. Um, other than that, yeah, I think it's gonna be the same thing as last year, where these guys want a bajillion dollars and no team wants to pay them a bajillion dollars, so it's gonna drag out again. And it's gonna suck for everybody, uh, and then Scott Boris is gonna cry. That uh, that people didn't want to spend money right away on these guys. So, yeah, you know, billionaires paying millionaires—that whole argument. Yeah. Uh, 
and this is going to be released later, so maybe there will be some signings. When are the winter meetings? Uh, so they already had the GM meetings, uh, which never really lead to any signings anyway. Uh, but but the, uh, the the owners meetings, or I forget what they officially call it, but that's that's usually like the first couple weeks of December. Okay. So soon, very soon, we'll, we'll have those announcements. Yeah, usually usually something comes out of those. Yeah. Uh, but usually, what happens is like the big names come off the board. And then everybody else starts getting snapped up. Um, but yeah, the Angels definitely need some pitching. So we'll see what they do. Yep. And um, I guess the other thing with the Angels is the whole stadium situation. That's supposed to be... If they don't... They have until this year to decide if they're going to leave or something. And if they don't, then the lease automatically gets another 10 years or something. Right. I've, I read some stuff recently where they... like doesn't seem like people were worried about this like on either side. But who knows? Yeah. All right. Uh, sports. Yeah, if we want to talk about uh, qu- uh, quickly. What's your since we're doing this uh, disappointments of the decade? I said we weren't going to do sports, but we're going to do it here. What the hell? What's your biggest disappointment in sports it's, this it's, decade? It's the Angels. Just wasting Mike Trout's wasting years. Wasting Mike Trout's years. Um, the fucking Pujol signing. Uh, like some some just god awful signings on their part. Um. At least Pujols is a name, and he's he's been out there for the most part. Uh, but um, uh, Hamilton, Hamilton, Jesus Christ, CJ um, Wilson, CJ. Well, I don't think CJ Wilson wasn't that bad. He had yeah, a couple good seasons. The, the trade for Vernon Wells, I don't know if that was this decade, but we're still like they're paying that guy forever. <laughs> God, that was that was the most awful trade. Um. Just all these free, like one-year free agent signings or two-year free agent signings that they wind up cutting in the middle of the season over the last couple of seasons. Um, they can't get a third baseman through their farm system to save their lives. Uh, after, I heard Dallas McPherson's going to fill that spot. Yeah. After Troy Gloss left town, that was it. In <laughs> 2005, six. So yeah, it's been like 15 years since they... I guess they did John Figgins, but... He was never really a third baseman in the classical sense of it. Right. Um, yeah, the I I could go on and on. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, just mostly like you said, wasting wasting trout. Yeah. Because I would say, as Angel fans, the the two thousands, the aughts, <laughs> as they were, was a good decade actually for Angels baseball. We won the World Series. We had the Vladimir Guerrero years. We were yeah. constantly making the playoffs. Uh, that was a good decade. This decade, we made the playoffs once. Got eliminated, didn't even win a game, and like you said, yeah, wasting Trout's year. So as as much as fun as it's been watching Mike Trout, I would say, yeah, that's probably my disappointment too. Is the Angels, the Kings? What got me two Stanley Cups this decade? They suck right now, but I had a few good years there. Ducks, I guess if I had to choose, I'd be a Ducks fan, and the the Ducks are awful right now. They started off good, and then yeah, just taking a uh, a crap. Yeah. We got football back in uh, L.A. and the and the Rams were good a couple years. Just got their asses kicked tonight. Uh, not looking so good, but that's been fun. I wouldn't count that as the biggest disappointment. So losing the Super Bowl last year sucked, but hey, we made the Super Bowl, so it can't be that bad. And I don't really follow the Lakers that much, but looking up this year, I'll tell you that much. They've been they definitely been <laughs> they're close second to the the Angels' disappointments this this decade. But uh, this this season though, looking good. So they have they didn't win the Kobe era ended before this decade or No, but like the last like 
three or four years have just been awful. But did they win anything this decade? Uh, I think they did. <laughs> Let's look this up. Um. All right. So yeah, Angels. If you're uh, I'm also a Dodger fan, not as big, but they had a good decade. They just didn't actually seal the deal on anything. So last few years have been very good for them, not finishing up anything. So yeah, the Lakers won in in 2010. Okay. So it's been almost a decade. All right. Uh, what's time for Neum News? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You got anything or no? Um, just just a couple of things. Here we were talking about uh, Ryan Johnson. Um, he does have a movie that that just came out that I'm actually looking forward to seeing a lot. Yeah, uh, me too. Knives Out. Um, I always love a, a good murder mystery whodunit. Um, this one's got a great cast. Uh, I think anytime you get Daniel Craig doing a, uh, an over the top Southern accent. It's it's worth taking a look a gander. Um I'll uh Logan Lucky. Uh so yeah, I might actually get out to try to see this one. Um let's see there's that. Um I guess uh I don't know what they what they're doing, but uh I just want to talk a little bit about Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Uh mm-hmm. these these guys are like there's like a short list of directors that that if they do something, then like I'm pretty much gonna they they already have my money. Um, so these guys like solo. Well, well, they left that. Remember? I know. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. Like, that's why they got. Yeah, rid no, of no. If they if, if they hadn't, then I definitely would have been like much more hyped for it. <laughs> um, so who knows how much of that is ultimately to to blame on them? Um, you know, like them. Like I'm, I'm still super high on Edgar Wright. Uh, the Russo brothers at this point, um, Denis Villeneuve, or however you pronounce his name, uh, yeah, go see, go see anything from those guys. Um, but yeah, I guess they're they they have something in the works here, so I'm, I'm curious what they're gonna do, because um, you know they've they've kind of taken a step back from the live action, uh, or were forced to anyways. <laughs> Um. So we'll see what what they do after after Spider Man and the Spider Verse. Um. You know, I think there it's going to be a sequel to that one. Uh, I think they already announced it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that should be. But cool. it's like years because it takes forever to animate it, so it's going to be like years out. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully, you know, they be able to take the time with that. But uh, in between then, we'll we'll see. So yeah, again, yeah, I just. Uh, Short list of directors worth worth paying attention to here. So, I'll bring it up. Um, Marvel's been quiet. It's funny. Like I haven't after Endgame. It's just kind of been. There's like no trailers. Usually, like you know, when ends, you get the next one coming up, and it's feel like I know they have announced their slate, but you really haven't. There's no hype train or anything going on. Like, don't do you feel the same way or no? Yeah, they, they've kind of taken a step back. Um, yeah, they they have announced stuff. Um, and stuff's slowly getting out about like Black Widow and. Um, Is that the next one? It might be, um, but I'm, I'm I I was thinking about this the, which whichever one of the 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 first of these movies is, like is it gonna have to carry the onus of, getting the ball rolling on the grand scheme of things, or are all these movies just gonna be a little more self-contained, at this point. Because they've already built this template to have them all like super interconnected, so like, is there going to be some stinger at the end of Black Widow 
like sets up the whole next twenty three movies. Like I'm, I'm very curious to see how they go about this. Well, I I definitely heard this next phase is not going to be nearly as long as this whole well, story arc won't be the infinity. Well, right? Yeah, story. yeah, I, I, yeah. That is, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Uh, but going so this this Black Widow movie is supposed to be in the past, and I have a feeling this stuff's going to be revealed there that sets in motion stuff that can be played in the the, the present day movie. Right, right. right. So, I, we'll see how that goes. So, I mean, I felt I feel like they had to kind of. Like some of it was a little sloppy. If you go back and look at some of the other stingers, sure. <laughs> like like some of the stuff with Stark, where they're like, "Oh, I'm putting together initiative," and then, and then when uh, Phil Coulson shows up, it's like he has no idea what he's talking about. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah so, uh, so maybe they'll put a little more thought into it this time. But uh, yeah, I am, I am curious to see, you know, what if if they do go that route again. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's that's basically what I wanted to mention. Uh, yeah, good to see knives out. Uh, what about you, Jeff? Not much. We, we want to see knives out. We want to see Ford versus Ferrari. I haven't been able to see that one yet. Um, I've basically just been watching sports and uh, anything Star Wars. I think mean, I think I mentioned before. I'm uh, listening to an audible book about Star Wars. I'm playing an, uh, <laughs> a Star Wars video game and I'm watching a Star Wars TV show right now and. All three are really good. So, or the book, eh, the first few chapters are really good. The last couple of chapters have not been so good. So we'll see. Uh, spoiler alert: If you guys are five, four, three, two, one, Wedge makes an appearance. So, <gasps> uh, yeah. Does he just leave right away? Hey, <laughs> so that he finally this last chapter I was listening to, he shows up, and so we'll see if he. I, I don't know. Classic uh, Wedge. I have a feeling this means he's going to die before the book ends just because he's pretty sure he's not going to be in this movie. Because <laughs> that actor doesn't want to be in the movie. So I can't imagine why not. Yeah, or it's going to be the classic wedge. <laughs> the battle's going to start. He's like, I'm out. And, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's really all I've been doing. Now with the holidays, it's going to be even tougher. But I think we'll get to go to a few movies, catch up on them, because we got a few weeks off. So Must be nice. Yeah, well, one of the weeks we'll be traveling. And yeah, it'll it'll be some good times. All right, uh, that's it. Hopefully, with this, we'll still air during the holiday season, so we won't. It's not the new year yet. We'll get it out before then, and hopefully, Alex can join us for the next countdown because I'm pretty sure we're gonna do our best things of the decade, right? And we're trying to get that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some form, yeah. Um, all right, that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.